regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features show. Hello and welcome to the Regular Features Podcast, the podcast that's exactly the same every week. And as every week, I'm your host, Steve Hogarty, and I'm joined by my very good friend, Joe. Hi, I'm Joe Scrabbles. And my very good friend, Log. Hello. Thank you very much indeed, Steve, for that gracious introduction. I can't wait to have some fun tonight. This is a comedy podcast. It's the same every week. We do the same freaking features every week. And like every week, Joe, you Mm. are talking about a racist that I sat next to in a restaurant and then writing music about him. And Logothy? I'm discovering an old album that I first discovered in the 90s on the Aphex Twin record label, Reflex. I'm something of an audiophile. And I've been an understudy for Michael Flatley of the Lord of the Dance fame. That's why you haven't heard from me in an, an entire week. Let's do some features. Oh, Woo! yes! <laughs> And now it's time to see regular feature Steve's Michael Flatley now. As you all know, never. I was not here on last week's episode of the podcast. And I could tell you're all thinking, you didn't say it, but you're all thinking, where's Steve? What's Steve doing? Why isn't Steve on the podcast? And I thought it was very brave of you not to say those words out loud on the episode, but just to think. We even stopped a week and didn't do a week because we were so confused and worried. (laughs) Where's Steve? We thought and just wandered off in different directions. (laughs) Didn't tell anyone or even mention to each other that we hadn't done an episode that entire week. We just didn't do it, and no one mentioned it. It's very much the. it's the, it's the silences between the notes that tell you what was happening. And that's, mm, yeah. It's the features we don't do. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm Irish. Did you know, do you know that? I'm Irish. I was mm. born in Ireland. I thought you were the Welsh Sound one. It. No, that's Matt. <laughs> um, that means I, much like your, your English um, royal family, there is a, um, what do you call it, a succession, a line of succession leading to the throne. And the throne in Ireland is Lord of the Dance. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as various um, princes of dance die off and ascend and descend and um, rescind the throne, <laughs> uh, every Irish person inches closer and closer to the Lord of the Dance, which is Michael Flatley's role in Riverdance. He is a tap-dancing, Irish-dancing maniac, and he changed the world with his Eurovision 1994 performance of the Riverdance with Bill Whelan doing the music. So, last week, I was his called up. His feet were wheeling around as well. <laughs> yeah, he had hot feet. They were on fire. They were red hot, like molten toes. <laughs> so that's why I couldn't be here But as you may have noticed I am back this week <laughs> So my stint As Lord of the Dance didn't go As well as I Would have liked Oh uh, so it could have been a lifetime stint It could have been Yeah, I just but, I didn't uh, know if it was like a short term Like national service You go and do a bit of lording 
and then no. come back. No, you could have been. You I, should have been. I in could it. have been. Yeah, uh, but the, but I was impeded. I had like a there was a small disability I had that um, just sort of is held it, is it me back. Your ankles. Well, you know what? I actually recorded um, the uh, my first performance. If you'd like to hear it, yeah, uh, I can play it for you now. Just in the uh, interest of of transparency. Hmm, lovely. Okay, here we I go. I love Schadenfreude. I can't wait to see him come a cropper. <laughs> well, okay, here we go. Big River Dance show, I'm ready. You remember all your steps, yeah? You've memorized all the kicks and taps? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are eight million people watching right now. You cannot fuck this up. Don't tell him that, he'll make him nervous. No, it's fine, it's fine. I've been training for this my entire life. I know every move and every tap down to the last millisecond. I'm like a scalpel. I'm like a drum. I am percussive. I am river dance. I can feel it. We never doubted you for a second, Steve. You were born to do this. Your talents were wasted on that ridiculous podcast. What was it called? The big feature show? Regular features. Whatever it was, Zerlosh is Irish dancing's game. You're about to set the world on fire with a new form of dance. Never before seen on stage. Audiences will be transfixed by your command of the stage. Okay, your cue is coming up. When the drums start, you blast onto that fucking stage and you change the world, okay? I'm ready! Go, 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 you beautiful boy! your microphone. What? 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 Are you shouting something? It sounds like you're shouting something while you're dance. I'm not saying anything, Max. I'm, I'm on autopilot out there. I can't control it. The music's flowing through me. Well, it sounds a bit like you're saying I met my mum in the bar. I don't know what you're talking about. You're definitely shouting I met my mum in the bar. So let's just stop doing that. I didn't hear anything like what you just said. It must just be like microphone interference or something. Anyway, it's my cue. Oh my god, this is going so well! Okay, okay, go, 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 go! You're still shouting that you met your mother in a bar! What are you even saying? 
What are you saying? You keep talking about meeting your mother in a bar. I'm not saying a fucking thing. I'm dancing my giddy tits off out there, giving it my all. Well, it sounds like you screamed the words, I met my mother in a bar when you dance. You need to not sing anything when you're out there. Just dance. I'm not a singer. I'm just here to tap my little heart out for the love of the dance. You two are going to undermine me constantly with ridiculous little stories about shouting, I met my mother in a bar as I dance. Don't expect to come on tour with me. I can't have that negative energy hanging around. Fine, just please obey to dance during this last part with your mouth shut. Well, I will if it will shut you up. Fine, my lips are fucking sealed. That was it. They ejected me from her, from uh, the river dance immediately Those afterwards. Those cruel dancing I instructors. Know. I don't know why. <laughs> All I, I like, heard was incredible tap dancing. And even if you did meet your mother in a bar, it's not like you had sex it's with her. Against, yeah, it's not against the rules. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. But that's not what I was singing. I was just tapping. It might have sounded like that, but it was microphone interference. Uh, oh, it wasn't. It wasn't just the the rhythmical taps. You've managed to actually create a sort of a labial experience with your feet. <laughs> what, like what? that? That piano that can make human voices, <laughs> or the dog that says "woof" when he woofs. <laughs> well, now we've got to play the Mishka jingle. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gone to a fancy restaurant and sat next to a racist? Because I'd done that. Not knowingly. Not on purpose. Yeah, well, I didn't Never get that on a... knowingly undersold or sat next to a racist. That's my yeah. slogan. Well, well, I can say no, but only because me and my dad only ever went to unfancy restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> well... I done a Groupon where you get a nice cheap restaurant, <laughs> but you have to sit next to a doddery old racist. Um, I went to a very oh, nice God. Japanese restaurant called Yoshino, which I highly recommend if you have lots of money to spend on not a lot of food. It's good, real good. Um, but turns out the clientele are not uh, Screbs and his bay. But uh, just old <laughs> old men and their granddaughters who talk about the the peacocks they've seen paintings of recently. Um, hmm. So there was this old man, and he was, he was very, <laughs> very you know, old school. Very speaks like this quite a lot. A majestic, it was a majestic peacock. He yeah. really had to. Oh, be there genuinely, he was like he he got out his phone. He was like, "What do you think that?" With his granddaughter, he's like, "What do you think that's of?" And she was like. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. You tell me. It's like, no, you you guess. 
<laughs> and she was like, yeah. well, a peacock, I guess. He's like, yeah, that's a pretty good peacock, I thought. Uh, and so like, there was a certain amount of he's loud and he's posh and he's annoying, but he didn't seem that bad. He just seemed like spit of a shit back from, from the... Stick to the peacocks and yeah. he's just an eccentric guy you're yeah. sitting next to. Um, but he did repeatedly come back to... Uh, how many how many more courses we got coming? And his granddaughter was like, oh, two. And then the next time, how many, we got another course. Yeah, we got one. Is that the last course? We, is, that, we were, is that all food? And she'd be like, yeah. And he's like, oh, when I go to the club tomorrow, I'll have to have a big breakfast. I'll have to have a very big breakfast to make up for how little food there was. Um, <laughs> he kept talking about the club and his breakfast. Uh, oh, my God. And, and so you get, he's, he's getting slowly more and more irate about this. You can tell, and his granddaughter like keeps kind of making fun of him and like jibing him a little bit and being like, oh, "You'll see, now, old man." She's, you know, she's of of that of the of the crew, definitely. Yeah, um, but she's only there with him to keep herself in the fucking will. I can oh, tell that. that is absolutely the vibe because she was like, there was one bit where she like took a picture just right in his face, just took a picture of the old man. I was like, "I'm sending that to father." Um, and you're like, "Yeah, you're proving to dad." You're still keeping up the good graces for the old money trickle down to come from the estate, <laughs> from the peacock lordship, um, and uh, yeah. So basically, oh, God, they were his peacocks. Oh, I don't, I don't know whose peacocks they were. To be honest, they almost certainly were. Yeah. He wouldn't be showing her anyone else's peacocks. Oh, I've got a local painter boy to come and paint my peacock. Um, and mm. then, um, so it was a kind of it was irritating. But they'd got to the end of the meal. I was like, right, well, they'll be leaving soon. His granddaughter gets up to go to the bathroom. And then it was like chilling. He just turned horrible, like really unpleasant. He like beckoned the waitress over. It's like, you know, come here. Do you understand me? It's like a Japanese girl with a Japanese accent. It's like, you can understand me, can't you? You can understand me. Uh, And she's like, yeah, I've been serving you this whole time. He's like, yeah, you can understand me. Like he... Does he describe her as Oriental? I, I mean, a hundred percent. Later on, he's he is describing her that way. He's he's definitely doing that. Um, you can't like, just can't tell what they tell what they're thinking, can you? It's good to people. <laughs> and, he, and so he just starts giving her this like uh, spiel about like, oh, you know, it's not enough food, don't you? We're going to have to go out and get a proper meal now. We're going to have to go out and get a proper <sighs> meal. Do you understand? Do you understand? And then he did this thing where he just looked at her and just went, it's not enough food. Tell your boss. And then he gets closer and just goes, tell your boss. And it, like me and Anna were sitting there like, this is actually like a frightening man sitting next to us. because It's particularly the waiting for the girl to leave so that he could turn mean. Yeah. And she came back and he just switched back into it. Pickle butt. I've got a cup. Peacocks. Anyway, back to the peacocks. <laughs> I haven't just abused the weights there. Yeah. And then they left. And it was one of those things where we were just sat there kind of shell-shocked for the rest of the meal being like, he was like evil. There was a man of evil sitting next to us, like clearly racist, willing to humiliate a woman in, in like her place of work in front of everyone to else. To no end, just because he was hangry. Yeah, because he was hangry. Because he wasn't, he hadn't been to the club, uh, and um, you can imagine what he's like in the club in the morning. 
Oh just my like, god! Surrounded by people exactly like him. I bet he gets bullied at the oh club. Oh my god, he does! His head in the toilets all the time. It's a pee hen, you idiot! You're showing me a picture of a pee hen, you they, absolute turd. They tie all their alum, all their alumnus ties around his head and like drag him around. <laughs> yeah, across the polished hardwood floors. Um, and I just, I sat there and it was like, the meal was great, but I really couldn't get it out of my head that this horrible fucking bastard was there. And it's not even like Esprit d'Escalier, where I had the perfect response. I just, I wish I'd kind of turned around to his granddaughter and went, you know, your grandpa's like a fucking maniac, <laughs> like a real piece when of work. The work. second you step out of the room, he's a tit and a yeah, half. he's real creepy. Um, <laughs> tit and a half in every bar. um and yeah and so i've just he's sort of been living in my head ever since it was i just didn't like it at all um and so i've done a sort of like musical exorcism um were you recording him no i wasn't and i really wish and i had this conversation with gav we have since both realized that our phones have a thing where you can put it on and it's a single button press on a lock screen to start recording, and I'm going to think of that more in future. Mm. But when I meet racists, oh. um, is that a widget? It's a widget. It's a widget you can I do. Want it. Is that That's a, a widget, widget I want? Yeah, mate. It's a widget. <laughs> it's Fuck yeah, a lock screen widget. Um, if you're on Android, a new widget tonight. Mm. That what widget what, 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 transcribes for you as you go. It's as well. amazing, it's and then it, and then it names the transcription with a word that the AI thinks it's about. Uh, Man, people are still fucking around with iPhones. Mate, get yourself an Android. Grow up. Grow uh, up. Anyway. I look, would, I would never re- have had to fabricate, fabricate quotes for my games writing if I'd had one of those. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, so I wrote this musical exorcism. I'm not sure it's funny or just angry. Um, it but sounds it, like you've got every right to be angry, mate. It's fine. Uh, yeah. But it is meant to be a fun show. So we'll just see how this goes. I'll play it now. Um, This is called Old Man. Old man, look at your life, you dusty racist bastard. Old man, look at your life, you dusty racist bastard. Do you understand me? Do you understand me? I'm going to have to go out and get a proper meal now. Tell your boss. Tell your boss. Old man, look at your life. 84 and there's not much more. Live alone, haven't got a wife. She had to escape you. Wake up, go to the club. Table for one, have some lonely grub. Your oldest friends are in a pub. They didn't invite you. I've just seen the Binky. It's on Facebook and the coach and horses. I'm not there. Old man, take a look at your life. Everyone hates you. The waitress wants to see you die, even your granddaughter too. Oh, so lucky for them that day's coming soon. I'm just saying that in my day, we had fields and we had English language posters. And. Oh, oh my heart. Oh. Some say you mustn't pray. 
for the death of a waste of breath. In most cases, I would agree, but I'll change that stance for you. Quite soon, you'll be dead, all alone in your feather bed. I'd say we dance, but instead, we won't remember you. Is, is anyone there? Is anyone there? Why am I such a prick? Old man, take a look at your life, you piece of shit. Sushi didn't fill you up, but then nothing really did. Your greatest achievement will be filling your grave pit. Oh no, I'm one of those rare cases of people who appeared to be dead when they were interred, but they weren't, and I've woken up and I'm buried alive. It's even worse, because I'm, I'm a dickhead. Old man, look at your life, you dusty racist bastard. Old man, look at your life, you dusty racist bastard. Piece of shit, motherfucker. Ruined my dinner. <laughs> and that's what it is. <laughs> he made you slightly less, uncom- less, yeah. less comfortable than you wanted to be. He made my nice dinner bad. <laughs> that's what it was all about. I love that. That's You are like a lens that you focused that his racist energy into a beautiful piece of poetry and artistry. Mm. Yeah, we'll take and that. I like to think. I like to think it's true, but I think he has a strong support network of similarly racist old men. <laughs> who will all <laughs> who will feel really emboldened by this piece of music. Yeah, no, they'll um, come after you for this. Mm. Oh, you'll be getting cry laugh emojis all over your Twitter stream <laughs> once I grass you up. <laughs> what happened to him when he left? Did he did you see him leave? Or did you leave first? Uh, he just no, he left before we did. He just went we were upstairs, so he just went down the stairs. I never saw him again. What was his walking gait like? Was he a dodderer? Was, he was he very doddery. Like That's why oh, I think good, he's going good. to die soon. I think he's mm. on the way out. And I'm really happy about it and I thought about it loads. Uh, I, just, yeah. I think it'll be just something really embarrassing like just falling in front of a bus because he twisted his ankle on the curb. <laughs> just getting his head popped like he a could, little yeah. grape. Yeah, oh, he'd, he'd never catch a bus. He just falls in front of a bus oh, and gets yeah. killed by the form of transport that he would never take. Yeah. The ultimate indignity. Well yeah. done, sir. I'm really glad you're at least both on side with wanting the old man to die. That was my main worry is that you'd both be like, much. Oh, no. No, I mean, absolutely not. What yeah, I'm I'm done with pretending that I don't want the people that I hate to perish. It, it is funny, like, as I was writing it today, you did the retweet of uh, <laughs> I hope the president dies, and I was like, I wasn't even trying to copy this, but now it looks <laughs> like I am. I just listened to this and did my death song. It's not cool to say it out loud. But unless you're broadcasting it. Unless it's you're broadcasting cool it in, the pub. in a poem. And then then yeah. you can say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. I wish Pretty Patel's plane had crashed on the way back to the UK from a little fucking Rwanda mission. <sighs> God, the gasp, that inaudible puff of evil came out of your mouth when you said that, Steve. I feel honoured to have witnessed it. Like, like the fumes off a cartoon pie. <laughs> Hi, I'm the monolith from 2001, A Space Odyssey. And I've got a bone to pick with you. Why 
found you listening to the Regular Features Podcast. Do you ever get a spot as an adult? All the time. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I can't, I can't look and see at the same time, but look at this. Yeah. What Once the, you get the... What the fuck? It's huge. You, have, you play with it. You do a little squeeze. You go, ooh, nice little pop there. Oh, and then yeah, you no, I'm going at it saying more pops to be had, I'd wager. <laughs> <laughs> I don't dare pop it because, like, when you're in your 20s, if you get a cut, you can watch it heal in real time before your eyes. Mm. Now Astonished. I'm in my 30s. Um, like, if you get a cut or a scar or a scrape, that's there for months. It takes months for it to heal. And it's if my- I did it. If I squeeze this... I'm a patchwork that, quilt of things that I've done to myself over the last three years. I feel like I scar <laughs> so easily now. Any time. Mm. Like, even if I just give myself a little scratch, it's like, nah. Now it looks like you've been attacked by a fucking tiger. Ugh. Ridiculous. <laughs> Look at you smooth boys. You smooth, beautiful boys. <laughs> what? You, you your, just... your unblemished skin. Yes, I'm actually touching your face on the other monitor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... Um, put me back in the fucking clock tower because I'm Quasimodo. Don't let civilized people see me with my outrageous zit. Squeeze it, Steve. I can't believe you. I can't believe you've left it that long and not squeezed. It. No, because it would pop and it would burst and it would scar and I'd get like a. No, it never scars. That's just a lie spread by big, big clearasil. <laughs> Tonight, lads, I've got something for you that I first heard. I believe in the 1990s. A decade when anything was possible. It was it's an album that I discovered when it was released on the Aphex Twins Reflex label, and it's an album called an album called One Hundred Percent Genuine. It's a compilation of audio personal ads that were placed in a telephone dating agency. And someone who worked there, I can only imagine, had a an attitude that was less than professional, and certainly didn't comply with the 1980s GDPR laws, and was, if I'm being honest on re-listening, was motivated more by a sniggering sense of juvenile kink-shaming more than anything actually funny. Naturally, I fucking loved it, and it amused me for decades. But then, um, but then... I'm only going to play you one, but before I play you the one that I'm going to play you, I want to try and explain to you the one that was my favourite and the guy who I fell in love with a little bit. He's track four, he's called Colin, and the reason I'm not going to play it is because he, the, the track is just 90 seconds of listening to a bloke with a pretty severe stammer, and that's not what's funny. The point is, over those 90 seconds of listening to him slowly rolling out what he wants, you begin to fucking really root for him. And at the end of it, once you get the fact that he wants to be punished by a Dom mistress, the last sentence he says, the stammer disappears for one second and he goes, no time wasters, please. <laughs> I'm like, it's just, it feels listening to it like such a knowing reference to his stammer that you can't help but think that he's using the form of a personal ad to do a sketch at you. <laughs> <laughs> and and that it, and it made me wonder whether the whole thing was real, but the rest of it, thankfully, is not as interesting, and it probably is all real. So, um, just to let you to show you what it actually does sound like, I'm going to play you track one. His name is Steve. 
And um, this is what the typical thing off the album is like. And I want you to work out what's happening towards the end. Mm -hmm. See if you've got any theories. Hello, ladies. My name is Steve. I'm 25 years old, 5 foot 10, with short, light brown hair and blue eyes. I have a slim lower body and a well-built upper body, as I love to pump iron. If you are the type of lady who prefers the muscly, slightly airy-chested man, with ample equipment too, I am the guy for you. I would love to hear from you ladies who think big is beautiful, but thick, long and throbbing is ecstatic. And that's exactly what I am. My tool is just aching and twitching at the thought of you getting moist in anticipation. Just imagine the feel and taste of my purple bulb as it nudges open your lipstick-covered lips. It's, it must be a good nine inch. It tucks the back of your throat, no problem. I can just imagine you now squealing and getting really excited. And then it ends. <laughs> So, I love the phrase, as he thinks of someone else say, like, because he's clearly wanking towards the end, and he's looking at it mm. while he says it, he's like, contemplative whilst working, and going, it must be a good nine inch. Yeah, it's like he's, it's like, it's like he's I'm talking. Just, just gauging. Yeah, that's it. It's like he's talking about, like, a crack in the wall he's describing to, to a plasterer. It's like, oh, yeah, it must yeah. be a good nine inch. Good nine inch. It'll cost you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really fallen out of fashion to call the end of one's penis a bulb. And I really find really, it funny yes. every time. That is just my a funny purple, word for it. My purple bulb. Mm. <laughs> such, such, <laughs> I can imagine Rowan Atkinson saying that. It would be hilarious watching his little rubbery face bounce all over the place. <laughs> so I have got four more personal ads. And I want you to tell me... That one was 100% genuine. The album's called 100% Genuine. And I want to tell you what percentage genuine you think the next batch are. Mm. By which I mean, how many words did I take from real personal ads nice. before I decided to go to my own? Okay. okay. That's good. Uh, do, they, do they go from personal ads to your writing? Or is your writing interspersed throughout? All the... it's I Once it breaks off... It's never there again. I, I, I'm not going to dart in and out. That would be too. F so the start of everyone playful. is genuine before becoming non-genuine. Yes, Good. I'm going to start you off with an easy one. It's a short one. Hello, my name's Dave. I'm into yellow and red. I live in the West Midlands, and I'm also into body shaving. I want to hear from guys who want to get very wet and who want to make sure that I'm very clean and smooth. This is where Log starts writing. I've, I've preempted it. Go. That is all you're getting for that one. So what percentage? I'm saying, I'm saying that's 100% genuine. Correct. 100% genuine. That was yeah. the entirety of um, named Dave. Right, here we go. <laughs> I mean, I like the fact that you, that's all he put there. He said, I'm into yellow and red. I'm, I'm assuming yellow means piss, but I do not know if red means bloodletting or the hanky code for fisting. So... Oh. Confusion oh. abounds. Oh god, I didn't realize there's like yeah, there's codes in this as well. Yeah, genuine. Well, I, I just heard that and went, oh, 
He's ketchup uh, and mustard. <laughs> yeah, <it's>, ketchup, yeah. <laughs> he just, he just and white the delicious vegan mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Harriet. I'm thirty-one and I'm five foot six with a petite frame, and I work with my hands. So make of that what you will. I like baking, knitting, and I've got two sides done on a Rubik's cube. So I'm no slouch in that department either. I've got very few inhibitions and can frequently be found in local bars and clubs, squirming along the ground and biting wildly at the air in a liberated way that can put some more timid men off. What I need is an equally liberated man with a filthy imagination who can fulfil my muckiest fantasies. I won't tell you what they are here because they are so mucky it would make steam come out of the phone speaker with such force that it would go in your ear and cook your brain like a big grey broccoli. (laughs) Oh my god. Just reading through this list of mucky stuff I wrote us down. It's so so mucky. It's making the bile rise in my throat. I must have been off me nuts when I wrote this. I mean, if you knocked on my door and shouted this through the letterbox, I'd unlock the dog flap and let my King Charles Spaniel out. And Dingo, that's his name, he might not like much of a biter. He might not look like much of a biter, but you should see the state of my gas bill after ten seconds in his gob. Look, just forget it, all right? I've had a couple of pot of meated sandwiches now and I'm no good to anyone. Cheers. I'm going to say 0% for that one. Do you want to go higher or lower? Oh, I'm going I'm going everything after the second mucky. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going higher than that? Yeah. It was, in fact, 3% genuine. <gasps> Five foot six with a petite frame was a phrase I stole from it. <laughs> oh, but you, so the, uh, and I work with my hands, so make of that what you will is yours. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Make that. of I've, that what you will. Of course that's log. No, but I just thought, <laughs> I thought that was, that was unusually benign as, as far as sexual stuff goes for log. But I was just like, well, that's probably it. <laughs> what? Two sides of a Rubik's Cube, so I'm no slouch in that department, was quite benign. <laughs> Yeah, but that was obviously you. Yes, <laughs> that Rubik's wasn't cubes. about sex. <laughs> that was just that's just your kind of showing off. I am fair play. <laughs> so here's the second, Steve. This is question three. The sec oh, Steve number two. There's two Steves on the album. Okay, and I'm so I not just either one. Of, I, not either one of them. We don't. You know wish. That. Hi, I'm Steve. I don't know exactly what I'm looking for, but I'm looking for a real wonderful woman. I've never been one for measuring, but it's about nine or ten inches, big and thick, and just right, I hope, for you. But what I'm looking for originally is a fantasy lover, someone who I can take over the telephone and find out if we're incompatible. No, not incompatible. Compatible. Um, My favourite thing is to find interesting place names on my AA Road Atlas of Great Britain and then draw the magical creatures who I imagine might live there. Last night, I drew a fierce bird with very long muscular legs that I imagine lived in a place called Windy Nook. It would stand at the top of the biggest hill and hold its wings aloft and shield the villagers from the cursed moonlight that would turn them into worms if it ever landed on their skin. So if you want to look at my picture of the great leggy moon protector of Windy Nook, or maybe even draw him a girlfriend, please get in touch. He is very lonely, as the villagers are scared of his long, muscular legs and menacing beak. I feel like I've muddied the waters a little here, and I don't want you to think that the lonely bird creature is a a stand-in for me 
in my own search for love. Let me assure you, this is not my way of telling you that I have a large beak where you'd expect a mouth to be. But if a beak is a problem, I'd like to redirect your attention once again to my nine or ten inch big and thick penis, which is never more than fifteen seconds away from spitting out a full fanny full of hot preggers juice. Hopefully, into you. (laughs) So get in touch. I do look forward to hearing from you. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you. No, you hang up. Good day. I really, I may have forgotten it already, but was it nine inch big and thick? <laughs> I think would be a, a really nice name for for, for a baby. <laughs> Hello, I'm baby nine Hi, inches. I'm nine inch big and thick. <laughs> I was, I was nine inches when I was born. Now I'm just big and thick. <laughs> big and thick's my father's name. <laughs> <laughs> so... Steve got the first guess last time. How much of that do you think was genuine, Joe Scrabbles? I'm going to go higher than last time. I'm going to say 6%. Go ahead, Steve. Would you like to say higher or lower than that? Mm. Well, this comes down to just the glut of fiction that came after the original mm. nub. There's a, there, was a, a there was a big nub, but a loss of fiction. I'm going to say lower, 5%. It was 20% Oh my god! You murdered, you bloody idiots. It was genuine (laughs) right up to the point where he said, to find out if we're incompatible. No, not incompatible, compatible. He got it wrong on the voice message and it was really charming. (laughs) That's really good. It's a good game log. Yeah. It's It's a fun quiz. It's not just true or false. There's gradations. <laughs> this could go on the BBC in the afternoons. <laughs> right, so and now it's time for the fourth and final question. Question four in the game. 100% genuine or less genuine than that? The game that's taking over the radios. <laughs> and this is Barry. Hello, I'm Barry Scrabbles. I've got both right. Oh, I've got both eyes in the right order. Enough kidneys to be getting on with, and I'm a considerate kisser who'll only stick his tongue out when you stamp on my feet like they're piano pedals. If if you ask my friends what they thought of me, they would say that I am clumsy because I'm always walking into lampposts. But in reality, I just love the smell of lampposts. And these days, the only way to go get a really good sniff of a lamppost without looking weird is to walk right into one, sniff as hard as you can really quick before crushing a blood capsule in your mouth, collapsing onto the floor and hoping nobody notices. Ooh, I love sniffing lampposts. Me, Barry Scrabbles. This also works if you love giving lampposts a quick kiss on the maintenance hatch too although you have to walk with your legs really bent to get onto the right level for that one my fondest dream is that one day i will kiss that little panel on a lamppost and it will pop open revealing a lot of colorful lamppost wires and a big diamond and a map with the location of more big diamonds on it until this happens i'm happy to make do with women hopefully you I am looking for a woman who will make me a big, lovely Joseph Scrabbles in her tummy. Ideally, he will come out small, but he will get bigger over time as I squeeze his arms and legs like plasticine while he is asleep. My ideal woman has some hair on her head, but not great, like, wet tufts of it coming out of her eyeballs or anything. And you should also carry a can of Guinness in your handbag in case I get grumpy on the bus home. (laughs) 
If anyone out there wants to help me make a little Joe Scrabbles, please get in touch. It's very important that he's born soon because I think he's going to review some video games. Also, I like putting an apple core up my arsehole and stabbing my dick hole with a steak knife. <laughs> did you did you only write this because I told you my mum lessons? <laughs> <laughs> no! God, I think I forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> Because you were, because you loved it when I told you when we were pissed the other night. Yeah, I was pissed. I didn't know. I wasn't yeah. expecting that to fucking take root and hatch into that horrible shit. Okay. Barry <laughs> and the steak knife through his dick. You can beep that. You can beep that. That's fine. You can't that, beep. You can the, beep that whole beep thing. That whole fucking thing. No, no. <laughs> the da- daddy Barry. Mum, say hello to dad. <laughs> tell him to get out of the cutlery drawer. Now look it's me in the on. eyes and tell me that I'm a part of the family. <laughs> Did you ever buy yourself a beanie? An alien name to please the queen. You can fly in and out of beehive. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Futures Podcast. Thank you for listening to it. And if you'd like to help support us making the podcast, Mm. you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by pledging an amount of your choosing per episode we'd really like it please it's not just knowing that you help us do this incredible podcast that, that we make <laughs> you also get your very own b name what that's right that's a crepidal yeah. <laughs> whoa i want big name crepidable <laughs> would you please give b names to the following new patrons <clears throat> yes ronan phillips Flip me over and tickle my bee tummy. I'm gonna squirt. <laughs> <laughs> Please give a bee name to Olvergard Hamron. Olvergard. You you say Olvergard. Olvergard. I say Hamron. Call and response. Say it. Olvergard. Hamron. Olvergard. Hamron. Hang on. House is getting us closer to a bee name. It's not. We're just having a great deal of fun, Steve. He must know something. But it won't stop stinging. stinging. <laughs> yeah. Olby River, Olby River. He must know something, but he won't stop stinging. <laughs> Please give a B name to Andrew Spencer. Newsflash, you got stripes on your body. Oh, I like that. I like that. B name, please, for patron called Robin. Just a Robin. The last egg you lay will host the biggest bee. No, that's not right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we'll host the biggest bee. 
which like would... a bee the size of a like a, a guinea pig. A, I was just yeah. I saying. I thought you were going to say guillemot. Yeah. <laughs> a bee the size of a guillemot. <laughs> we'll be back next week with another episode of the Regular Features Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.